we would like to connect all the readings today. It's not easy, it will be a very long sermon. could spend uh, really a few hours. There are so many details, but uh, there are three themes that, that probably we could connect if you would like to remember something. God is merciful, God calls to conversion, and God helps us with conversion. And these themes run through all these readings. We have to remember, first of all, that the worst thing we can do in spiritual life is to do our own will. This means to realize our own plan, not following what God offers us or invites us to do. On the other hand, the best thing we can do is to follow and do what God commands us to do. Your will be done. And that's what we are called to do. And permit me to share a little story with you. I knew a young man who was very successful in business world in New York. Let us, let's call him Jack. It's not his real name, to keep him anonymous. He was very arrogant and full of himself. He lived a high life on a daily basis in Manhattan. For example, he used to fly on a private helicopter from Manhattan to the Hamptons on Long Island. Jack was Jack wasn't that bad altogether. He even tried several serious relationships with women that really didn't work. Eventually, he fell in love with this one girl who was Catholic. Jack was also Catholic, but not practicing at the time. One day, his girlfriend invited him to travel with her to Medjugorje. Jack, not knowing where he was going, agreed to go too with her. When they were in Medjugorje, something happened between them and they broke up. He was very angry. When they were in a little hotel, he was so disappointed with that, that place, he wanted to leave immediately, but it's such a remote uh, place that he couldn't leave that night. And he didn't like the whole experience. So he had to stay overnight, alone in his room, and something more ha happened that night. Because we, when he woke up, he felt a profound peace and change in his heart. It was not anymore about his girlfriend, but about the Blessed Virgin Mary and about God ultimately. He felt something touched his heart in Medjugorje and he stayed then a few more days in that place, not even just caring anymore what happened to his girlfriend. And I'm sharing this story with, with you because I knew this man. We were together in the seminary uh, for one year. Then he left for another diocese somewhere in the Midwest. I don't know exactly where he is. And he is a priest today. I know that. So he had a profound story of conversion. And we are called today by God to conversion. Jesus calls us to repentance. He uses two times words repent in the gospel. And actually, if you read this gospel in Greek, and the gospel is written in Greek, the word is metaneo. And metaneo is a verb, verb version of the word metanoia, which probably you've heard of that word. So metanoia means something like a change in thinking, conversion of thinking. However, if we go even deeper than this, ancient Hebrew language didn't have the same idea as Greeks. 
didn't have the idea of the mind, because for Greeks it was the change of the mind. You have to change your mind. For Greeks, it was the idea. For the Hebrews, the word, if most likely that was the word that Jesus probably used, it was word left, which really meant mind and heart together. It was even more than that. It was one's inner disposition, inclination, determination, courage, will, intention, all together with mind and heart. So when Jesus talks about repentance, conversion, he talks about the change on mind and heart at the same time. You see how deep it is? When he says repent, he says change your thinking, change your heart, come back to me. So Jesus calls us to radical change of mind and heart, to direct our thoughts and feelings towards God. Like my friend Jack, who was full of himself, his thoughts were on the worldly things only, on pleasure, money, gain, fame, and something happened. His mind was changed completely. He was focused on God and his life changed. That's how we change. St. Bonaventure wrote a book called Itinerarium Mentis Ad Deum, or translating into English, The Journey of the Mind to God. It's a very little book, but very dense. I recommend it if you like challenge for land. It's really great spiritual reading. And he explores the whole idea of the conversion of our mind. And he tells how our mind has to make an inner journey in order to be purified and eventually to find God. And he says this journey of mind is very dangerous and fascinating at the same time. There are many traps and many temptations for our mind seeks easy solutions and is heavily distracted or is overwhelmed by our distorted emotions. St. Bonaventure shows how to embark on that journey without losing the right way or falling into a trap. And the key of that to that is to trust and to stay focused on Jesus. St. Bonaventure recommends simple remedies for this, humility, prayer, and the practice of the sacraments. Very simple. Coming back to the gospel, because it's much deeper, much richer. In the gospel, our Lord Jesus challenges, challenges those who think of themselves as better than others. It is a great trap. We all do the same. We compare ourselves. We're not as those people, right? We're much better. Those people must have been really bad. It happened to them. So there's pride hidden behind it. So Jesus refocus, refocuses uh, our minds and points the true way to repentance and conversion. And this is the way of humility. And to do that, he uses the parable of the fig tree. In the fig tree, uh, we see a great symbol. It's very present in the Mediterranean area, and it is a very frugal tree. I think there are some trees around here too, and you know that. Uh, in right conditions, such as in the Holy Land or like Southern California, uh, this kind of tree produces fruits almost all year round. It's very, it's very important to know that when Jesus uses that parable. So the parable is the, about the fig tree that does not produce fruit, which is 
quite unusual because fig tree was a symbol of fertility. And here Jesus talks about fruitless fig tree. By the means of this parable, our Lord gave warning to those who thought of themselves as pious and holy, but were not as fruitful as they thought of themselves. And that was not only a warning to those people back in the times of Jesus, it is to each one of us when we think that we are so good already, right? So during the Lens especially, this parable calls us to conversion, because perhaps we're not as good as we think. Those people who suffered tragedies in Syria, Mozambique recently, American Midwest, were not worse sinners than us. That could have happened to us too. It's not like it's the same in the gospel when people say, like, we're not like those Galileans that were slaughtered by, by Pilate, or we're not like those people in Siloam who, were, who died under the falling tower. While retelling this story, uh, St. Paul, just to connect also with the second reading, uh, the story of the chosen people, St. Paul admonishes the Corinthians, these things happened to them as an example, as they have been written down as a warning to us, upon whom the end of the ages has come. Therefore, whoever thinks he is standing secure should take care not to fall. Each one of us have to take care of that and think about, am I standing secure? Am I really coming back to Jesus? But we have to remember that God is ultimately merciful God. That is not just about us, but this is about God doing something. So Jesus ends the parable of the fig tree with the image of the gardener. For the gardener is most likely Christ himself who asked the owner of the vineyard to give another chance for one more year for the fig tree. The gardener promises to cultivate the ground and literally, the translation here doesn't say that, but literally it is to put manure on it, to put fertilizer on it. This means that conversion and repentance is not just our doing. As a matter of fact, most of us, if not all of us, feel rather powerless while trying to work on our holiness. Did you try to be just holy? It's very hard. It is super hard. Without God's grace, we cannot do anything. It is really Christ working in us, and we have to remember that. So our doing is just following Him and doing what Christ commands us to do. Coming back to conversion is, means to come back to the sacraments, to confession, to the Holy Mass, to prayer, to simple devotions. He, Jesus, is the divine gardener and healer who cultivates his garden, which is our soul, and he fertilizes it with his precious blood. As the words of the, today's psalm say, the Lord is kind and merciful. He pardons all our iniquities, heals our ills, he redeems your life from destruction, crowns you with kindness and compassion. And Jesus ultimately, he also gives us his blessed mother, who is the best guarantee of our spiritual change and growth. 
those who are in her maternal care are much safer and most often produce abundant fruits of conversion and works of charity. The same it happened to my friend Jack. It was through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Amen.